The Secret to Solving the Obesity Puzzle. This is Carrie, and I love puzzles. Anybody that knows me knows that I like putting a puzzle together. And I am really good at putting the obesity treatment puzzle together. I want to bring you my knowledge, share with you, dissect each topic, and explain why it's so important for you to understand that each topic plays a very important role with the management of obesity and the treatment for obesity. Let's keep learning and building our masterpiece towards health and wellness. I'd like to talk about collagen today and can we go wrong? There is a lot of literature and supplements out there supporting collagen. Collagen is a natural product that our body makes. We actually have 28 different types of collagen within our body. The building blocks of collagen are essential amino acids. These amino acids are made up from protein Having adequate protein is essential for our health and well-being. If you remember when I talked about the cellular structure regarding fat cells and water cells, protein molecules, protein, those amino acids are on the cell membrane and they help with cell transport. But they do so much more than that. The main amino acids that make up collagen are proline, glycine, and hydroxyproline. The amino acid groups together to form a protein fibrils or triplex helix structure, kind of like a net holding things in. Your body also needs the proper amount of vitamin C, zinc, copper, and manganese to make this triple helix type structure. Collagen's specific role is helping fibroblasts to form in your dermis layer, that's the middle skin layer, which helps new cell growth. It also plays a role in replacing dead skin cells, and it provides protective covering for our organs, giving us structure, strength, and elasticity of our skin, and it also helps your blood to clot. So what happens to collagen as we age? Your body produces less collagen as we get older and existing collagen breaks down at a faster rate. The collagen is also of lower quality than we were when we were younger. Women experience a significant reduction of collagen production after menopause. Collagen can't be physically measured like in a blood test but there are telltale signs that our collagen is decreasing, such as skin that's wrinkly, creepy or sagging, hollowing around the eyes and the face, shrinking or weakening muscles and muscle aching, stiffer and less flexible tendons and ligaments, and we also develop osteoarthritis when our collagen is worn down. Collagen is part of our gastrointestinal tract and it thins, the lining actually thins as we age, leading to some digestive tract issues and leaky gut syndrome. We also can have problems with our blood vessels and blood flow. Some of the things that will affect collagen is smoking. 
Smoking decreases the collagen production. It damages collagen and the elastin, leading to wrinkles and slow wound healing. Nicotine constricts the blood vessels near your skin surface, preventing the delivery of oxygen and nutrients. Eating some high sugar and refined carbs leads to advanced glycation end products, meaning that these molecules damage nearby protein structures, causing collagen to break down, becoming weak, dry, and brittle. Lastly, ultraviolet light exposure, so too much sun exposure, will cause collagen to break down more rapidly. There are other factors that damage collagen as well. There's autoimmune disease. This is where your immune system attacks itself in its own tissues, leading to rheumatoid arthritis, lupus, dermatomyositis, and scleroderma. These are all connective tissue diseases known to damage collagen. There are genetic mutations also that damage collagen. These diseases are Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome and Osteogenesis Imperfecta. There are different kinds of collagen that support our connective tissue, soft tissue, muscles, bone, skin as far as the dermis layer and our dermis tone. Protein and collagen are essential for our recovery after surgery for bone health, for muscle mass building, and really for brain health. It's very important that we get enough protein, therefore collagen and other amino acids. I want to focus on the over-the-counter product supplementation of collagen and really what that is, how it works, should we use it, could it be dangerous? So let's dive right in. There are four types of over-the-counter product collagen supplements. They range from type 1, type 2, type 3, and type 5. Now I said there are four. There's actually one more. There's what's called type 10. But this collagen supplement is not readily available. The most common is what's called hydrolyzed collagen or gelatin, and it's undenatured, which it's very simple to break down. There are many sources of collagen, such as bovine, which is made from cows, which contain type 1 and type 3 collagen. There are marine collagen products, which is made from fish, so type 1 and 2. There is poultry collagen from chicken, type 2 collagen, and there are other products of collagen made from eggshell membranes. That collagen is type 1 and 5. The type 1 collagen is the most common type of collagen found naturally in our body. It counts for about 90% of our body's collagen stores, and it's found just below the surface of our skin in the dermis layer. Type 1 collagen is by far the most popular on the health market because it touts that it improves joint, hair, nail, skin, ligament, and cartilage production and preservation. 
Collagen in and of itself makes up 30% of our body, body's total protein mass and 60% of our cartilage. Age 30, we start decreasing our collagen production naturally in our body. Type 2 collagen is limited in its benefits to the human body. It says that it could help with some knee osteoarthritis, which is found if there's promising levels of type 2 collagen circulating within the tissues. They have done studies adding type 2 collagen with Tylenol with people with uh, degenerative joint disease and knee pain. And there was some good outcomes as far as improved pain management and mobility. Type 3 collagen is very different than type 1 and 2 as it's considered to be a singular alpha chain, meaning that it's not connected with any other amino acids. It has benefits to help protect and support the GI tract, the gut, our muscles, blood vessels, and the uterus. Many of the collagen products that you purchase on the market, they will combine type 1, which was for skin, hair, nails, and they will combine it with this type 3, which is for the gut, muscles, blood pressure, and uterus. When you purchase your collagen supplements, definitely look at that and see what you're getting. Type 5 collagen is found naturally in our eyes that helps us pass light through our corneas, but we do not know how to pr produce type 5 collagen in and of itself. Research and scientists are still studying type 5 collagen supplements and trying to perfect that to help with eye health. What can we do naturally to help preserve our collagen? Number one, try to avoid or wear sunscreen to block out as much UV exposure as possible. Also, stop smoking and eat a very healthy, well-balanced diet that includes beans, whole grain, plenty of protein, seafood, dairy products, and eggs. When we ingest collagen type products, it's broken down, processed, and then converted back into the collagen that we need. Collagen is used in the field of medicine and cosmetics. Collagen can be used as a dermal filler, meaning you can get collagen injections under your skin. These injections will help smooth out fine lines and wrinkles. Collagen is also used in wound dressings. It helps with wound healing, and there are many wound products that have collagen in them. Donor skin grafts are used to help rebuild and reconstruct arteries. It's used in periodontal disease, and it helps regenerate peripheral nerves and makes blood vessels more pliable. So what does research tell us about collagen supplementation? There are studies supporting collagen use as a supplement, but like all supplements, most of them are not U.S. Food and Drug Administration regulated, meaning that they haven't gone through the rigorous process of double-blind, placebo-controlled, and randomized trials that all medications do. You use it at your own risk. 
Keep in mind that taking a supplement, your body will use these peptides for whatever it needs, be it collagen or protein at the time. In my medical weight loss practice and with my medical patients who have muscle joint disease, gut issues, obesity to help increase their protein level, I do strongly recommend that they start taking collagen products that we endorse. I mean, there's lots out there, so I don't represent any one of them. I think it depends on the taste and the flavor, but the collagen product that we use is clear and flavorless. You can put it in hot or cold liquids and it just dissolves away. Two scoops is 20 grams of protein, plus you get all the benefits of the collagen to help with muscle and joint issues. I have heard amazing stories and seen patients improve their overall health with collagen supplementation. I had a patient, he was in his 60s, he was diabetic, he was obese, he had broke his humerus, his upper arm, and he had had two surgeries and then a scope. He always had chronic pain in that humerus. I turned him on to starting collagen and he suffered with this, with chronic pain and decreased mobility of his upper arm uh, for a good couple years. He started the collagen faithfully every day. He saw me three months later and he had complete range of motion of his arm. He said the pain was gone. He wished he would have started that collagen a long time ago. I have many success stories and testimonials of how collagen has really truly helped people. I have other patients that say now that they're faithfully taking collagen, all of their IBS, irritable bowel syndrome kind of issues and gut issues have really calmed down and resolved. Really looking at the research, seeing what type 3 collagen does and works on the gut, you could see how that would potentially be a benefit. With my own personal health journey, I'll share with you that I have been taking collagen almost two years now, pretty faithfully every day. I do at least two scoops of clear flavorless powder in my morning coffee. I have autoimmune disease that affects my joints and my GI tract. I was on some pretty heavy duty autoimmune suppressant medication for over 15 years and had to incrementally increase of that medication to control my symptoms. So I started with oral medication, went to a different oral medication, I think I was on five or so, then went to weekly injections and then every other week injections and then once a month injections with other more powerful autoimmune suppressant type medication. When I started collagen, it took about six months for me to notice decrease in uh, side effects of inflammation and was feeling more range of motion in my hands and my joints. My gut seemed to settle down a little bit I just overall felt better and so I decided to go off of my autoimmune suppressant medication as a trial 
with the acceptance and communication with my primary doctor. I am happy to report that I have been off all autoimmune suppressants for the last couple years now with starting collagen. Has it taken my symptoms away 100%? I wouldn't say that, but it's definitely made it much more tolerable. I have gotten lax or slack with my dietary intake as far as eating some foods that cause inflammation and such, which I know I shouldn't. Overall, I feel that my health has improved. I could see that benefit in many, many of my patients. Now, is it for everyone? No, it's not for everyone. Sometimes people start collagen and their symptoms get worse. They do not tolerate it. They have GI upset and diarrhea or frequent stools. If you have kidney disease, you should be careful with collagen because it's an essential amino acid and it's protein. Therefore, you have limitations as far as your disease status goes and how much protein you can have with your daily intake. It's not for everyone. It does not work 100% of the time in 100% of the people. But I think by far, it is a very good supplement to help with overall health and well-being. In addition to that, my patients are trying to meet, on average, 30 to 40% of their daily intake, which needs to be protein. Some folks have a hard time finding or liking or having the desire to eat enough real protein. Now collagen is missing one essential amino acid. It cannot replace regular normal protein in your dietary intake, but it can be augmented to help increase your protein intake. I hope you have learned a little bit more about collagen and how this plays part in the big picture and again building your puzzle towards health and wellness. Please consider this. I hope you enjoyed the presentation.